On this episode of Bite Sized, we are watching and talking about the 13th scene from the movie Twilight. For those of you watching along at home, that is from 1443 to 1513, another good short one. And now, on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Bite Sized. I am always as your host, Ben Abair. This is your first episode. We, and by we, I mean me and my guest, who's different every time, so really just me. Me am watching the Twilight movies in order, one scene at a time. I have a different guest every week. Sometimes they get a good long chunk to talk about. Sometimes they only get 29 seconds of kind of nothing to talk about. Unfortunately, today we have the latter. Joining me today to talk about truly nothing is a comedian, a podcaster. She is one half of the podcast Sports Kid Drama Kid, Andy Sharovsky. Welcome to Bite Size and also kind of I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank I, you for being here. I'm happy to be your episode about nothing. Really the Seinfeld of <laughs> Yeah, of Bite yeah, Size. you could say that. Um, th- that's not to say nothing happens. No. This is the most action-packed scene we've ever it's, had. There's some exposition um, in there, but you don't really know what it is. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, let's start this interview the way I start every interview on the show, and that is by asking you, Andy, what is your history with the Twilight franchise? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this question because I have listened to other episodes, and I was not like a super fan. I never read the books, but it was such a part of the zeitgeist that, you know, I did... I did watch all the movies and I feel like I've watched all the movies more than once in like two separate fevered sort of like weekends of just watching all of them. Binges, if you will. Binges, if you will. Um, But my biggest association with Twilight is that my best, best friend from college, Mm -hmm. Charlie, happened... Charlie Swan? No. The cop? (laughs) Bella's dad? No. Uh Um, My dearest friend from college, Charlie, happened to look a lot like Robert Pattinson. Really? When we were in college. I still think he does. He says he doesn't anymore. Uh And he used to get that a lot from people. And so he chose to be Edward Cullen for Halloween. He basically just made himself pale. Yeah, maybe a little glitter. (laughs) And wore like a gray shirt. Do you have any pictures of this or of him at that time? I I actually do. I did ask his permission on whether or not I could talk about him because I was like, this might come up. And in preparation, I did also pull... it immediately came up. Pull a picture from Facebook. Wow. um, I was going to tell the listeners to hold on while we look this up and maybe Ben would do a cool cut. No, I was like, I'm probably going to end up talking about this so I should ask you Charlie's, very Charlie's permission and grab the picture uh-huh. so this is us Halloween 2010 okay can I, I, think? Can I get yeah a he look? was Edward Cullen and I was Edie uh little Edie from oh from Grey Gar- Gar- <laughs> oh yeah I see it now that's incredible uh for the listener I'm looking at a photo with some great red eye uh which works works for the guy who looks like are supposed to be Edward yes, of a fantastic sure. little Edie costume <laughs> and a man who I you don't, don't know, think he looks like it. <laughs> I don't know that I would say without if yeah. I saw him without the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the makeup for sure um, that I w- is I would say inconsistently yeah, applied. I get that. I don't know that I would say. Oh, Robert yeah. No, Pattinson. it's not. It's not great makeup. I'm, I'm sorry, Charlie. I love you. I'm not sorry, Charlie. I've never <laughs> met you. <laughs> this little Edie costume I actually threw together very, very quickly. Like 
that day, uh-huh. I think, actually. I was like, what can I do in a pinch? And I was like, I guess I could do Little Edie did, from Grey Garden. Did anyone get that? Did anyone um, of that I party had to, know who I you had were? to explain it to a lot of people, but uh-huh. I did go to a tiny liberal arts college full of like pretentious people. So it, okay. it, it read to more people than you would okay. think. Okay, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> But the other part of that story is that he used to get told he looks like Robert Pattinson so often that there was one time, actually, we went to college in Poughkeepsie, New York, which okay. has pretty much nothing going on except Shout the out to Poughkeepsie, New we York. We went to. Uh, Snooki happens to be from there. Okay. <laughs> um, we were in Poughkeepsie driving around, and we it was late. We decided to go to Dunkin' Donuts for a snack. Because that's what there is to do in Poughkeepsie, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, there may be more now, but there was not much then. Yeah. And we walked into the Dunkin' Donuts. And again, it's late at night. The people working there, it's slow. They're cleaning, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the person behind the counter, as soon as we walked in the door, literally started screaming. Was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. This isn't happening. This isn't real. And we realized, Charlie and I both registered, like, this person thinks that he's Robert Pattinson. And that Robert Pattinson is at a Dunkin' Donuts in Poughkeepsie. (laughs) And like was reacting as if this this employee was reacting as if like maybe this was some sort of planned surprise. Uh Like her friends were going to walk in afterward. I mean, what year was this? This this was was 2010. This was still around the punked era. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. It was just my memory of it is that seemed like this person behind the counter felt like this had been planned and like all their dreams are coming (laughs) true. Okay. And then like we stepped maybe two feet further in and then like the employee was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. And ended up giving Charlie free stuff. I didn't get anything free because I don't look like anybody. And he didn't didn't share with you? (laughs) No, I mean, he must have. I don't don't fully remember everything after that, but that is a a fond... So that's really my association with Twilight. I like the movies. I've binged through them. I don't care if they're like overwrought and ridiculous Uh because I love overwrought and ridiculous when it involves two attractive people falling in love sure <laughs> had you seen twilight when you were going through this charlie business in college or is I that a recent seen, thing i think i had seen maybe the first movie at that point okay and then i'm more recently probably within the last five years was like i should make sure that i've seen all of these oh yeah definitely <laughs> it's, definitely. it's important that i know what happens in all it's of culture movies. it's important cool let's get into the scene nice. it's it's a half a minute I, I, you know, this scene's better than I get to give it credit for. Yeah, of course. We get some like quick action cuts of like a dock or something. Something. I was like, is that an oil rig? I think it's like a harbor. Yeah. And maybe this is on a boat. Some sort of construction is happening though, because there's a man with a hard hat. There's a guy with a hard hat and a flashlight. Who's being chased. Yes. And he has a badge too. He's being chased by. We will eventually learn who they are. Yes. I think they're like the rival, like evil pack of yeah. vampires, right? Yeah. 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 We we will later in probably 10 or 13 episodes of this show learn that they are the sort of antagonists. Yes. This is their introduction. Yes. Laurent, I think, is one of their names. Yes. Maybe there's yes, a yes, James yes, yes. and a Victoria in there. Sure. That I sounds don't remember. Right. <laughs> All we know right now some shadows yes. who sort of run and jump they like leap. they're in the musical cats. Yes, they do. They like leap down. I think it must have been like a stairwell uh-huh. and like the mere mortal runs down the stairwell and then they like jump. With these amazing poses. Yes, yes. And like hair flowing behind them. 
the shadows catch the guy, they kill him. Yes. That is kind of the first thing I want to talk about this. This mm-hmm. is this is unlike certainly any of the other scenes we've seen in the movie so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. And it's very unlike Twilight, the sort of oh reputation that it has. Mm-hmm. If you had just seen this blind, nothing else about the movie, what would you think Twilight is about? Like some guys that get into a fight on an oil rig. <laughs> right. It would probably seem like kind of a standard horror movie. Yeah. Kind of yeah. kind of not There's well. Something shot. haunting the dock. <laughs> yes. Someone's killing boat guys. <laughs> boat construction worker guys. Some sort of maritime engineer. What yeah. is his job? I don't know. I, I think b- I saw at one point he has a badge. Uh oh, I didn't even notice that detail. Uh-huh. I don't know. Some sort of blue collar. Mm-hmm. Water and construction based profession. I don't Blue know. Blue collar water and construction based profession. I think that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole section of indie. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you don't even necessarily know that I mean you definitely don't know that they're vampires, but you don't necessarily know that they're like magical or mythical beings. That's either. True. They could just be really agile. They could be acrobats. <laughs> yeah. And on and like I said, they seem like from cats. Yes. Judging for all we know. Yes. This is just musical theater people yeah. killing a man. It also had some elements of um oh god, what is it? Footloose. Yeah. That famous scene where Kevin Bacon's like dancing around the warehouse. Oh my god. Do you know what Andy, I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> because I mentioned this exact scene what? in our last episode. No, you I'm didn't. not kidding. For what reason? I'm just imagining him sort of out in the woods. Just almost right. like, not it's just like flash dance, right? With, or what is it? Footloose? Footloose, Footloose. When Kevin Spacey gets so mad, he has to go yeah. to that like abandoned factory and like dance out all of his anger. Oh my god, I would love that deleted scene. That would be great. That we are really robbed of what is Edward getting up to when he's just having some big feelings. Footloose, when Kevin Spacey gets so mad, when Kevin Spacey gets so mad, Kevin Spacey gets so mad, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey. Wow, I'm just completely derailed. I, that's now. what I, one of the first thing I, uh, things I thought of when I saw uh-huh. it. I was like, oh, it's like this industrial space and people are like moving around quickly. Yeah. And like, that's the first thing that comes to my mind with those two okay. criteria alone. Maybe that was Catherine Hard- Hardwick's inspiration. Maybe. We just didn't know it. Maybe. Yeah, this guy, he's at work, he gets killed. What's the worst day of work you've ever had? Oh my God. God. Did you have you ever get got killed by a vampire on the I job? I have not. Um, yeah. but I used to have a very part-time job working at the bar in the Board of Trade building. Okay. Um, here in Chicago. Here in Chicago. I only ever went in like because I had other jobs and this was just for some extra cash, and I only ever went in once a week, but I literally would spend the rest of the week like panicking uh-huh. about this job. It was like a cocktail server job, and it was awful because it was the bar in the Board of Trade building. So it was already yeah. a weird circumstance where the shift would start at 2.30, but nobody would be there until like 5. Right. So you're just like chilling, but you're like, this is about to be one of the worst nights of my life. And this place closed at 8 o'clock p.m. Okay, so Short it, hours for a it's bar. It's short hours. This is like, I just want to highlight, like I panicked all week about three hours basically okay. because of how difficult this job is and if you've been to the bar and if anyone listening has been to the bar in the board of trade building no i haven't because why would i (laughs) (laughs) right because i'm not i don't know a a trader or whatever it's a very very strange place like 
people go there specifically to get super, super drunk because right. it's known for having one of the best pours in the city. Meaning if you order a rum and Coke, for mm-hmm. example, you literally get a full tumbler of rum, like ice, whatever liquor you asked for, yeah. all the way to the top. Like you have to like sip it down and then uh-huh. you get a full can of whatever your mixer is on the side. Okay. So like... A vodka soda is literally a full ass tumbler of vodka and then a can of soda water. And like as a guest, that's wonderful. That sounds great. As someone whose job it is to serve that to people, it's just absolute chaos because you're carrying the heaviest tray of brown and clear liquids and cans of soda and you get to the table and it's like traders that are like going to be mad at you if you give them Jimmy Be- Jim Beam. I almost said Jimmy Dean. They're definitely going to be <laughs> mad at you if you give them a Jimmy Dean breakfast uh, sandwich. I don't think I would. If I was at a bar <laughs> be thrilled. and someone handed me a sausage, egg and cheese bagel, I would be so excited. I'd be so like, excited. I ordered a glass of wine, but I actually wanted this. I will take thank this. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for knowing me better than I know myself. No, but uh, people who would get mad if you got like, give them Jim Beam when you're supposed to give them Glenn Levitt because uh-huh. you can't tell the difference between the brown alcohols anyway the people there were super mean there was one night in particular that um customers made me cry really yes they were just total total assholes just just like all finance dudes i imagine um honestly it was weird it was like young college-aged people yeah um like over 21 but like they did not seem like they worked in the building people would come there though because they were like this is a weird place with a heavy pour and like we want to experience it like the word was out and so you would get all manner of people coming there just to get completely plastered for three hours. So they were just being super, super mean to me and they made me cry. And I actually ended up walking away from the table because they said some like really, really wow. mean stuff to me. And we so I, we don't have to get into it if you no, don't want to. I, I, I would rather yeah. uh, whatever. But they said some really, really mean stuff to me. And so I started crying and I walked away. Uh-huh. And one of the like girlfriends of the guys who had been mean to me came over to me uh-huh. and at first I was like oh maybe like girl to girl she'll like apologize for their bad behavior but she literally like touched my arm like almost held my arm mm. and was like hey I think you're overreacting <laughs> whoa <laughs> and I I never ever ever act this way but I was like don't touch me <laughs> and I like stormed away and I think I quit after that because yeah. I was like this is not worth it no that's anymore. a good reason to quit it was just always crazy everybody was always drunk the people were mean like it was just set up to be a bad experience but yeah that was probably my worst day yeah at work. <laughs> I that's a rough one it is that's got to be hard to top would it is th- I would you rather go through that again or get killed by a vampire I don't know man the second one anyone yeah. who's anyone probably Probably quicker. I, uh, yeah, quicker yeah. and more painless. I guess. I would say, like, I, I always say this, that, like, I think instead of, like, a um, mandatory draft, there should be a mandatory customer service or, like, service serv- industry. Yeah, yeah, service industry rule. Like, you graduate college, you have to do at least six months in the service industry. Interesting. Because I think one of the main things that's wrong with this country is yeah. how bad mean people are to people in the service industry the whole country is built on now we're getting into deeper time we are we are (laughs) but if we did that the phrase thank you for your service would mean something completely different yes it would yeah yes it would it sure would i think we should all have to work in the service industry so that we all know to be nice to people who work in the service industry because it's Mm -hmm. really hard and usually the stuff that people are mad about 
yeah. has nothing to do with the person serving. Oh, you. they for didn't sure. make that decision. My first job <laughs> in like high school and college, I was a lifeguard mm. for mostly summers, and then I like worked off season too during college. And that sort of ruined customer service for me because when you are a lifeguard, there are hard and fast rules. Yeah. And so if a child is too short to go down the slide, not you, going down that the slide. kid's not going down the slide, even if their mom comes back up and tries to tell you for 20 minutes that that kid is allowed to go down the slide. Oh my God. And so when I was, that, the lesson I learned when I was like 15, 16, 17 years old was you can just tell people no and mm. they might get mad at you. But if you keep saying no, eventually they'll listen and so I don't think I can work customer service now because I just like I used to sit to the customer service guy at a previous job mm -hmm. and would listen to him on the phone and answer emails, yeah. just sort of giving people what they want. Mm -hmm. And there's something in there's some fight in me that yeah. would just be like, if I've decided the answer is no, you're not going to change. Don't my let mind. that die, Ben, because I, I don't tend to. My spirit was broken uh -huh. so many times because I I'm getting better now, but I have been such a people pleaser yeah. my whole life. And working in customer service it makes it so much worse because yeah. people will literally be so mean to you and yeah. so awful to you and you're just trying to be nice and state whatever uh -huh. the rule is and then they will like literally try to completely crush your spirit and i was such a people pleaser that i couldn't be like well the answer is no i'd be like <laughs> it's weird because i'm normally such a conflict averse person yeah and even more so when i was younger but for some reason there was something empowering about being 17 years old mm -hmm. and having a 40 something year old yell at you mm -hmm. knowing that like Oh, I'm right here. Yeah. And I can just send them to my boss who will say the same thing I'm telling them. I think for you also, my perception of you is you like facts. You like hard facts. Sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, did, I didn't expect to be well, analyzed. Today, I was just saying, go you, for it. No. you know a lot of facts. You know a lot of things. Um, uh -huh. And I think for you, the idea that like, no, I know this to be a fact. Uh -huh. This is the exact height you must be to ride on the slide. And right. so like... Nothing against you, buddy, but like this and maybe, is <laughs> maybe this was like a sort of lesser of two evils conflict of our situation mm -hmm. where like I am more afraid of my boss yelling at me sure. for letting a kid go down the slide who is too short than I am of you yelling at me because yeah. you're a sad person who can't let go of this one thing. Yes. I just think in general, people don't realize the emotional toll that it takes on you to work in no, any sort so of true. like customer facing position. I feel like I lost years of my life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like I matured though. Weirdly enough, that's yes. how I became an adult. Yeah. I get that. Uh, yeah. The I listener, you may have noticed we've spent a, a good chunk of time not talking about Twilight <laughs> and because who oh boy, uh, what is there to talk about in this scene? I don't know how to say this kindly. It's not the best shot scene in the movie. No. I get that they're trying to like build some suspense. Yeah, of course. And tease who are these people? Who are these vampires that are if eating? I, if I remember correctly, what happens after this is just like Charlie Swan, Bella's dad, is yeah. like somebody else got attacked by maybe a wild animal uh -huh. or whatever. Is that? I don't Something know. Something like that. Something yeah. along those lines. So it's really just setting up. It's titillating you. It is. But my question is, does it titillate well? Mm. Because like there's a lot of quick cuts. It's like a f an over a very cloudy day and there's mm -hmm. like a lot of fog and mist. Yes. There's a lot of quick cuts, a lot of out of focus action. Mm -hmm. Does it does it properly build suspense? I don't think opinion? so. And this is just a me thing. I am so bored by fight scenes and okay. car chase scenes and battle scene like glad we got you in on this one then. <laughs> well I just this is another like like stew I, I don't know. Uh -huh. I just I don't like 
battle scenes, fight scenes, car chase scenes, because I think they're kind of boring to watch. And I would rather like know whatever plot information I need to know from that of like this person dies or this side of the fight wins or this car wins the race (laughs) or whatever. Like, and then I just kind of want to like fast forward. (laughs) Yeah. I think this Uh, movie kind of does that. This scene at least kind of does that too, because like at the very end of the scene, you see this admittedly like this, there's a cool shot, like up through a grate Mm. of the guy standing and being start to get attacked by three shadows. But then it cuts to like some piece of machinery Yes. A long way away. And that it just focuses on that. And you can see kind of a blur in the background yeah. of him getting killed. And I know they're trying to do the Jaws don't show the shark right away mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Give me something more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I do appreciate that. Like there was a couple shots where you were like, oh, they're almost going to show like the face of one of these people. And then they yeah. don't. <laughs> right. Maybe. Maybe it leaves some room that is this is this yeah. as the Cullens like are they oh yeah secretly We're, the bad guys yeah how many people are watching Twilight who like don't have any idea what they're getting into though I mean at this point it's got to be you know what close I mean close to none <laughs> I feel like like I guess that's why maybe it doesn't work as far as like I don't know why I said the word titillating but now I can't think of a single it's other it's the word, word we got to use now <laughs> the single other word that makes uh-huh. me think like. I don't know if it's titillating because, like, who is watching this movie not knowing, th- at the very least, that well, there are vampires? Yeah, <laughs> and you got to imagine at least when they were making this, no yeah. one had seen it yet. No. Um, they probably weren't making it thinking, you know, 15 years from now, mm-hmm. people who have watched this a thousand times will be watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were being chased by vampires at your current job, how long would do you think you would survive? And what would your survival tactics be? Okay, so I'm a court reporter. So do you work in a court? I sometimes do. I often am working on Zoom for like a deposition, Uh but sometimes I'm in a courtroom. Okay, Um, so let's do two versions, work from home, work from court version. (laughs) Well, okay, I do have a question though. Okay. Do I have to stay at my machine and like transcribe what's being said and what's happening because I can just get up and run away. Yeah, that guy was getting up and running away. I assume his job is not run around with a flashlight. Uh, We don't know what his job is. Okay, 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 okay. His Um, blue collar, what do you call it? Blue collar water Water and construction based profession. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. Uh, So you can, yeah, you can can try to defend yourself or run away as much as you want. Yeah. Only with the things you have around The question is, what would I do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you think you'd survive? No, I don't think that I would. Okay. Um, only because, like, I think I have a lot of fight in me. Yeah. Like, if it were, like, saving somebody I loved from the vampire. Okay. But, like, for myself, I don't know. I think about this sometimes when I watch movies and I'm like, eventually I would get tired and that I'd be true. like, I've lived a good life. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in a courthouse, like, they've got security. They do have security. There's plenty of security in a courthouse. I'm not sure exactly how a vampire would necessarily make it through like the metal detectors at the beginning. Although I guess if they vampires aren't really made of metal, so they can just empty their pockets like everyone else. I mean, they are sparkly, so maybe there is some sort of um, heavy metal in their system. Mm, Naturally, it's it's possible. I would be surprised if a vampire made it all the way up to the courtroom, only because if you're not supposed to be in a courtroom, you will get yelled at to go somewhere. You'd be surprised though. (laughs) When before I moved to Chicago, I I was living in Houston, and I worked for this. I worked for a bakery Mm. uh, delivering cookies. Uh It was a cookie delivery store basically sure. and part of our territory had a few courthouses in mm-hmm. it and 
you would be surprised at what <laughs> you're you like, can, where you can go. You're like, I judged several trials. Basically, no, but like seriously, <laughs> once I got through security, I just went anywhere I wanted. Yeah. Like I, because mm-hmm. like some of these places were delivered were to be delivered like to specific courts, mm. and like if a door was unlocked, I could just walk back into like the judge's chambers and be like, Hey, do you want to sign for this? <laughs> sometimes it would be addressed to like the judge and they would be like, just go on back, just give it to the judge. And I learned you can get into a lot of places if people think that you're delivering so cookies, funny. including, yeah, I just would just like walk you into these judges' chambers. You could have been involved in some kind of like better call Saul operation. A hundred percent. someone had known. This is something I thought about a lot at that job. <laughs> the number of courthouses and mm. office buildings and hospitals and apartment complexes I just wandered into. It is kind of true that if you have food with you, oh, yeah. people will completely like get rid of any sense of like fear of a stranger uh-huh. that they might have. They're like, Oh, this guy has food. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah. Especially if it's for like, cause we would deliver to those courthouses all the time. Mm-hmm. And so security would just like see the logo on the hat and just be like, yep, there you go. Whatever. Let yeah. them, let them through. Yeah. And so yeah, you, I, I could just get anywhere. You could have, um, you know, represented so some people pro bono. If and- the vampire <laughs> is, uh, delivering cookies or at least pretending to deliver cookies yeah. you might actually be in trouble oh my god yeah because also the thing is about like a big cookie delivery or like a pizza delivery or something mm-hmm. is like no matter who you are where you work in the building you think like maybe i'll get a slice yeah something. you know yeah that's <laughs> maybe, the thing you're like let them in maybe you're excited some, right you're excited the food is exciting yeah like, let them in like it's very possible two hours from now i'll get an email that there's extra pizza somewhere i'm I just got worried that I'm going to get a call from like the secret service or the FBI. That's like, <laughs> Hey, we found your podcast and you're telling people how to sneak into the judge's chamber. Please stop. I love getting to go to court. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am a court reporter, but I'm also working to become official right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm pre-certified. So I'm technically not fully a court reporter yet. Cool. I just finished school. So when I am there, I'm usually shadowing an official court okay. reporter. So I really get to be like very fly on the wall. Like uh-huh. I'm the fly on the wall, but like I'm the fly on the wall who like doesn't even matter. You don't even see them because right. I'm, I'm taking everything down, but it's just for practice. Um, and I love, love going to court because it, it is, is just such a fascinating cross-section of humanity. I really want jury duty. Yeah. Like, I just want to go through that because that's like, I, when I was pre-law, I was I, I did mock trial and I did all this stuff mm-hmm. that, with the idea that one day that would be my job, and yeah. I never got to do that. But if you get called for jury duty in Chicago, I don't know if this is still the case, there is a video that they show you when you first get there, and mm-hmm. you're just like waiting with all of the people in like the main room where you check in. Um, oh, my God, I'm going to forget his name. He's on... Barack Obama. No. <laughs> Brandon Johnson. <laughs> no, he's on CNN. Lawrence... Wait. Why am I forgetting his name? Anderson Cooper. No, not Anderson Cooper. You need you're gonna need to cut this out because I actually leave all of this in. (laughs) It's gonna be embarrassing that I forgot the name of this person. Uh Wolf Blitzer. No, it's not Wolf Blitzer. Definitely just Googling Christian Armanpour. See no Sanjay Gupta. (laughs) I'm just gonna start naming I think former CNN personalities. Um, Don Lemon. Well he that Cuomo guy who got fired. Um, Kevin Spacey. This is going to drive me crazy. I'm Jake so Tapper. sorry. No. Hold on. CNN anchors. Ben, leave all of this in. Why? Why is it? I'm not on your Wi-Fi. 
It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, anymore. my uh, connection here is really slow. Uh, Chris Wallace? No, he used to be in Chicago specifically, and now he's just on CNN. He like has his own hour. I want to say it starts with... Oh, hold on. Here we go. We're finding it. Chicago jury duty old video. Hello, I'm Lester Holt. And today I'm going to lead you through the process of serving on a jury. These people, like yourselves, have been called here today for jury duty. You may be wondering how you were chosen. Your name was picked at random from a list of voters or drivers, like all jurors called to serve in Cook County. If you've never served as a juror before, you might be a bit nervous about what's going to happen. Lester Holt. Lester Holt. Oh, my God. Uh, I was like, Don't know Lawrence? how to tell you this. Lester Holt, not a CNN guy. Are you serious? He's NBC not? Nightly NBC. News. NBC. I'm Holt. sorry. This, uh, I know this oh because we watch a lot of NBC Please cut here. that out so people don't think I'm a completely ignorant I news will watch. not. <laughs> and when I am uh, at uh, 30 Rock next week, I'll tell them that you thought Lester Holt was. You're going uh, to 30 Rock? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we won't talk more about that. <laughs> we can talk more about it uh, okay. after if you want. Okay. No. Anyway. So the anyway, if Lester you do, Holt. let Ben cut back in here. Um, <laughs> Lester Holt, who I absolutely remember the name of. Yeah. Um, there is a very, very old video of Lester Holt being like, welcome to jury duty. Uh-huh. Here's how the day is going to go. Like it's from like the 80s. Yeah. And it's delightful. And that's all I wanted to say <laughs> after all that. I hope that was worth it. This seems like a good as time as any to start wrapping it up. Uh, if you had to give this scene a name, what would it be? And you've listened to a few episodes, so I think you knew what this, this was coming. So really make it good. Oh, God. Um, a name of this scene. It's also going to be the name of the episode. One if by land, two if by dock slash oil rig question mark. <laughs> One if by land, two if by dock slash oil rig question mark. Yeah, put that on Apple. I don't know if that's put the that most. Yes, yeah, so look look for this in Spotify in a couple weeks. I don't know if that's the most unwieldy episode title, but I, it almost certainly is. Well, you could also just do colon. No. Fight. Okay. One if by land, two if by dock slash oil rig question mark colon fight. And I'm going to just put an exclamation at the end of fight. Uh, and maybe that'll be all caps. Andy Sharovsky, if people like the sound of your voice and want to hear it, more of it, perhaps in person or recorded, where and when and how can they do th- those things? In person, uh, IO Chicago, Saturday nights at 10 p.m., Riff. Which oh, I've is, heard of that show. Yeah, have you? Yeah, mm. uh, myself and a good chunk of past guests have been on that, <laughs> are in that. Uh, in, that's in person. Yeah. And then if you'd like to just see my face or just hear my voice or maybe both, I have a podcast. I'm co-host of a podcast called Sports Kid Drama Kid. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend Jim is the sports kid. I am the drama kid. By default. And we <laughs> we try to bridge the gap between people who are huge sports fans and people who maybe could not care less or actively don't like sports. Okay. That's, yeah. I We've talked about this. Yes, yeah, we have. We've talked about my idea for yeah, a sports y- podcast I had a long time ago, but yeah. didn't do. Also, you are one of the people who falls right in the middle of the Venn diagram of sports kid and drama kid i would call myself i don't know if i would call myself a drama kid if i'm being honest sure because i didn't start i did not do theater as a Mm, kid mm -hmm. i was not a drama kid i was a i was a debate kid which is adjacent but debate kids are theater kids okay whether they they 
want to believe that or not. If you say so. <laughs> Uh, people, I mean, I'm not the authority. Yeah. If people want to follow you or that show on social media, where can they do that? Uh, if you want to follow the show, it's at sportskid underscore drama kid. It might be different than that on TikTok, but you'll find it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if you want to follow me, my handle is Timothy underscore Salome. Another great movie reference that, or I guess a play. Uh, well, Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, and then Sal- and then the story Salome, of Chalamet. Right. Yeah, really killing it. You haven't yeah. changed at all from your little Edie days in college. No, no, it's still, still. Who I how do you am. spell? How do you spell Timothy Salome? Just for the record, T I M O T H E E underscore S A L O M E. I don't know if there's accents or where they go. Oh, there's an email I need to read. What? Uh, you can email this show if you want to. Uh, you can send an email to my favorite twilight podcast at gmail.com. If I like it, I'll read it on the show. Uh, I tried to, as I always say when I introduce this idea, I tried to find an email address, tried to register one that involved like the name of the show, like bite sized, mm-hmm. uh, but they were all taken. Sure. So I got mad and did my favorite twilight podcast at gmail.com, which was surprisingly available. Anyway, this one's from listener Jenna, who says, Hi, Ben. Hello. Uh, I've been listening to your episodes ever since Jack, my friend, hinted at recording an episode with you. I assume that would be Jack from episode nine, Chalinsky? I guess, from Riff. Yeah. Oh, I love Jack. Jack's great. Uh, you got me in the mood, and I just had to rewatch all the movies. Uh, all content regarding the Twilight Saga is comfort for me, so thank you. Please keep it up. I will. Thank you. Uh, it goes on to say something we kind of talked about earlier. It, it killed me in one of the episodes that you had to check. Does Bella kiss both of them? Them being Jacob and Edward, I guess. In the past few years, I've apologetically revisited my tween Twilight obsession. Tween Twilight, that's hard to say. Mm -hmm. And I probably know too much about the franchise at this point. If you're looking uh, for a fact checker, I would be glad (laughs) to do that. And yeah, um, this is something I've thought about before uh, because I'm sure I've made all kinds of factual errors over the course of the show. Uh, such as calling the vampires in this scene by the wrong names. Um, it's okay. I could not think of Lester Holt's name. Yeah, and for you thought he was a CNN guy. A while. <laughs> uh, looking back to, looking forward to hearing back from you. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey Jenna. Jenna, thank you so much. I will probably reach out to you about that because I would love. Uh, honestly, I, I know people say they don't like it when they get corrected on the internet, but I would kind of love if someone just sat down and listed all the ways in which I've been wrong. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to send this challenge out to not to Jenna and also the listenership at large. If I make a factual error at any point in any of these episodes with regards to the Twilight movies or anything, put it in a big list and send it to me. I guess whenever we're done with this movie, just send me everything I got wrong. You and I are such different people. I would uh, never, ever want to receive a message. Bring like that. it on. Uh, if you do want to send me a list of things that I've been getting wrong all at once or just as they occur, you can email that, like I said, to my favorite Twilight Podcast at gmail.com or follow the show at bitesizepod underscore on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, I think that is it for social media. Thank you so much to my editor, Ben Oxer, for putting this all together and cutting out that large chunk where we were 
were Googling Lester Holt. Uh, and thank you to the Man's Swimwear Department for the use of their song, Mauled to Death, as our theme song. Check them out wherever you find music. Just released a new album that you should absolutely check out. Speaking of checking things out, tell your friends to check out this show. Like, subscribe, review, all the things that you know you're supposed to do to podcasts and videos in this day and age. That is it. That is all the podcast we have for today. As we always say at the end of every episode around here, Oh, no. I didn't. What is it? I've listened to it. What is it? I don't know. That's it. That's what we say. That thing. I usually repeat it, but I won't this time. (laughs) See you next time. Oh, I was supposed to make something up. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's too late. It's over now. Yeah.